0: Look at the latest posts and resources we put there to serve you. I started this program because I want you to know that it doesn't have to be that hard. Business leaders like you struggle to get results, to build your team, to satisfy customers, to grow your business, and to stay sane in the midst of these crazy dynamics going on around you. My team and I have had full careers in business leadership roles, and we get it. We've had the same challenges as you, and we can share what we've learned, and we can make your life easier. In this program, I will be joined by various members of our team and other guests that I know can help you. We will offer new perspectives and share some of the secrets that you're just not hearing about anywhere else. Business Results Program is your personal journey to improve yourself as you improve your company and achieve your most important goals and deliver the business results that make you and your team happy. Now, let's get to today's episode. Hey, P. Winarski here again. This is a special edition of the Business Results Radio podcast where I am helping out with the gang at Fabtech. The Fabtech Expo is here November 11 to 14 in Chicago at McCormick Place. McCormick Place is a huge Expo Center and I hope you're able to make it. During that event, there's an education session and we're doing a half day on leadership. Um, I've been invited to be one of five speakers. or five top speakers all about leadership, and it's a leadership and development workshop as part of the education uh, program within Fabtech this year. So what I'm doing is I'm interviewing each of the other four guests, and I'll uh, have a quick conversation about what it is their topic is they're talking about and feeding it back here through the podcast channel for you. So take a look at fabtechexpo.com, fabtechexpo.com, register for Fabtech get to Chicago November 11 to 14. on the 12th Tuesday is when we're doing this leadership workshop in the afternoon 12 to 4:30. So you have to go on to the education section, right the Learning and development section of fabtechexpo.com. So register for the Expo register for the education part and we'll see you there And in the meantime you can get a quick snip of each of our topics. Right here. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, Pete Winarski here. I'm joined today by uh, Lisa Ryan. And Lisa from Grategy is part of this amazing half day workshop as part of the FabTech Expo, which is coming up in November. And we're just doing a quick snippet for you. Lisa, how are you doing today?
1: I am fantastic. Thank you so much for inviting me to come and join you today.
0: You're welcome. And I want to just, you know, Spread a little love back to Isla, who set this all up. Isla is the program manager for all of the learning platforms as part of Fabtech. Um, and so as a reminder, if you want to see all these different programs, it's FabtechExpo.com. And go ahead and click on the part that talks about the uh, the learning programs. And you know, this in November is November 12th in the afternoon. I'm checking my notes here. Uh, part of the 2019 education program. So Lisa Ryan... From Grategy. thats a great, cool name. Tell us what gratitude means and who it is that you are. You strange <laughs> guest on my show today. Let's go there first. Strangers, well, grat- sure really, what I meant to
1: say. <laughs> actually stands for gratitude strategies, and I work with primarily manufacturing and skilled trade association members to try to keep their top talent from becoming someone else's. And we do this through gratitude strategies, because if you want to keep your top talent, it's recognizing the good that they do. It's acknowledging the the contributions that they're making to your organization, because no matter how much technology we have, no matter how much we can manufacture with so few people on the line, it still comes down to basic human connection, and we will never lose that. So even though some of you might be thinking, well, that sounds a little soft. Why should I start thanking my people for doing their job? I mean, that's what they get a paycheck for. But if you look at some of the, uh, the ideas we're going to talk about and you implement them, I promise you there is nothing soft about the information that you'll walk out with.
0: Yeah, Lisa, I want to just remind people soft does not mean unimportant. Right. So yeah, it's soft. It's harder to measure. I get that. It's critical. You know the way you said it to keep your top talent from becoming someone else's. You know that that's really the bottom line. I mean, there's a lot of pain in your organization when your your best people are, are no longer sticking around for some solvable or simple to fix set of circumstances, and they said, "I'm out of here." That's just the ripple is crazy. It's painful. And it's costly and there are there is data on that part for sure what you're talking about are strategies on the front end before it becomes a problem before it becomes one of those statistics
1: absolutely because so many times managers are always focusing on what is broken what needs to be fixed where instead if we back that up a little bit and we see what's working and how we can get our employees to do more of that we will end up being more profitable. We'll have a more stable workforce, and we won't have that constant churn and burn of employees leaving and new blood coming in because then you have all that training and all that other expense to, to mess around with.
0: Yeah, I've heard things like it takes a good 12 months for a new hire to get ramped up into a you know, reasonable, productive contribution level, right? I mean, they may not be able to replace the person who's got 20 years of knowledge and they just instinctively knew everything and then they left, you're just trying to get them up to a, a reasonable contribution level. Does it, a 12 months seem like a, a benchmark that it makes sense to you?
1: Yeah, that makes sense, but I think a number that's even more interesting to, for people to keep in mind is what it takes, how much it costs for one employee to walk in the door which averages about $6,500 by the time you have that person, by the time you do all the interviewing, you bring them on board, you make all the preparation for them. So that employee comes in and five days into it, they're like, this is not what I signed up for. These people are jerks, I'm out of here. You just lost that money. So these strategies are the ones that we do. So 12 months later, we still have that employee and they are ramping up and they are much more productive because now after a year they're part of the team and hopefully we can count on them sticking around for a while
0: yeah that is really important and and the ideas that you are sharing even though people may say you know i've heard these sorts of things before i would i would challenge you know how much of these are you actually doing proactively? You know, Lisa, I I sat with you two years ago and and you know have a little bit of insight to you know how you how you present, which is you know are phenomenal, your presence in front of the room is, is masterful. You relate to these people. And I love the you know some of the welding examples that you even bring into the world, because that's you know, in terms of this audience, to have you know you with the skill sets that you have, you're not just someone in an ivory tower. I mean, you really get their issues.
1: No, I, I was in the welding industry for seven years, and I got the burns to prove it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a shirt you have to, you know, maybe wear to bed, but not take out in public. <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I think the, the interesting thing about these strategies are how critical they actually are and we were talking um uh, I, I was talking to an individual that we hired back in like january and here we are in september and we just went on a, an exercise the other day we had a, a workshop that we were doing and we were driving together and she's like oh, i'm so glad i'm here i made the right choice now this is a person who commuted uh from chicago to connecticut and then ended up moving here um it was a big deal to make the change right and so um and had tons of offers, right? So that's, that's the other thing, you know, to, to recognize that you know, we won the contest, so to speak, and for her to be happy, you know, six or eight months later uh, is, you know, thank God, right?
1: Right. And, and I know that you, on a regular basis, are letting her know how much you value her, how much, you know, of a contribution, how glad you are she made the decision, Because I just had one of my clients, a a tool and die manufacturer, and he had one of the women that worked for him came in and she gave her notice. And he's like, why are you leaving? You're one of our best workers. And she said, well, my manager never tells me that. He never recognizes anything I do. I don't know if I'm doing a good job. I don't know if I'm doing a bad job. So I'm going to go somewhere else and see what I can do. And so thankfully, the owner was able to talk her into staying and had a little chat with her manager. But we are wired for appreciation. We need to hear that we're making a difference. So instead of that whole thing of, well, she's getting a paycheck, why do I have to actually thank her? Because if you want your employees to give you their blood, their sweat, their tears, you know, their commitment to your organization, it doesn't take that much but it does take helping them to feel valued and that they are contributing to your organization
0: yeah that's super powerful and i guess until you have some experience with what it looks like in a good way you wouldn't maybe know to do that because it's not just about oh well why would i thank them they they're just doing the job they're supposed to do it's listed there in their job description but you know if i can i'll share a quick story back when i was in college i was a dishwasher in the dining commons so this is where you know hundreds of college students come for their lunches and dinners and and whatnot not breakfast because i wouldn't work that early in the day (laughs) But but our dining commons serve breakfast or lunch and dinner and you know so after you get your food and you eat it that tray comes back through the wall well guess who's on the other side of the wall you know that was me i was We're scraping the food off the trays, putting the dishes in, getting them washed. And at the end of the shift, so here I am as a freshman. I've got to put myself through school. I'm happy to do a job that's paying me something. And it was pretty flexible. So there's a lot of good reasons to be there. But it was dirty and icky and the food under your fingernails. And, yeah, you went home. You better wash that shirt because you smelled afterwards. Well, the supervisor, who was a junior, he you had to decide who's who's doing the dirtiest jobs today, who's going to do the cleaner ones. And at the end of the shift, you would say, hey, Pete, thanks for being here today. And I was like, well, where else would I be? Right. Because that's just I would I not even realize that there was an option to skip. Right. I suppose if you skip, you're going to get fired. But my point is, you know, it wasn't until a couple of years later when I was a student supervisor that I realized, wow, this is not easy to go take. There's 30 jobs that need to be filled, only 22 people showed up tonight, who goes where. It's like, yeah, thank you for being here today. And the appreciation that comes back does help to make that person, I I certainly did, I I didn't mind coming back the next day.
1: Well, and, and you were trained well when it came to what you experienced from your manager Is the exact same that you brought the same thing that you brought to your job when you were a manager too many times if somebody reports to somebody and the manager is a jerk or they you know they don't give them any kudos for anything they do then when that person goes up the corporate ladder to whatever the next position is they're doing the same thing to their people so that's that's the key is that everybody can make a difference starting today, starting right now, that you can start to recognize the people that work for you and as you groom them to one day replace your job so you can move up again, Mm -hmm. you have trained those people that, you know what, you get a lot more work out of people when they feel valued, when you simply thank them for the contributions that they're making. It works.
0: Yeah, it does work. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, thankfully, I did have a whole line through my whole career of of really great bosses and mentors and people to learn from. And I got to see some of this. And actually, one of my first supervisor jobs, you know, back in the manufacturing world was a, uh, my boss was the VP of operations, pointing out how much parenting and supervising are similar. You're not going to treat your kids, you know, like, like you don't care about them, right? You, and right? you you're gonna give them feedback and you're gonna give them development, at least good parenting anyways. I suppose we should <laughs> yeah, qualify it. But I think you know the idea of of parenting and developing is the same thing that you know, you as a supervisor. You want to you know make them develop them, make them into the best they can be and appreciation is a big piece of that.
1: Yes, it certainly is and that's such a good comparison. Because it, it, we really are grooming our employees, not only to have better experiences, to become stronger in what they do and their level of expertise in the plant, but we also are grooming them for where they go within our organization so that they too can take care of the people who work for them. That's a really great example.
0: Yeah, I love this. So Lisa, at it, within this, this uh, leadership workshop, you're talking about engaging and recognizing employees. So we've been talking about the whole theme here, and folks listening, I hope you got that, right? So this is what Lisa is all about. You can see it's in her DNA. Is there anything that we missed that you want to bring in specific to what they would see in the room with you at, on this workshop day?
1: Uh, Well, we're going to quickly solve the problems of the world in the time that we have together. Uh, But no, you'll be actually walking out with some real world world strategies. We're going to go through my thanks process. I'm an acronym girl. That's just what I do. But building trust. So how do you make sure that these ideas aren't just another flavor of the week? Um, How do you help your employees to be better tomorrow than they are today? And what ways are you investing in them? The A is acknowledge, applaud, and appreciate their efforts. And we've spent already a little bit of time talking about how important that is. The N is to navigate work-life integration. Notice I didn't say balance with the invention of the smartphone. There is no balance anymore. So how do we create a culture where people want to stay? Um, The K is how do you get to know your employees? And I have a super cool tool that you want to make sure that you don't miss that can help you to easily get to know your employees and how to recognize them in a minute. And the S is to serve a greater mission. You're just not manufacturing pieces, parts. You're contributing to life-saving equipment, to equipment that, that, that contributes to the greater good of our economy. So when we can take a look at how we're making a difference, that also is significant in keeping employees. So we'll go through that. We'll have a conversation about it. And you're going to have the opportunity to walk out with some tools that can continue to help you as well.
0: That's excellent. And I, I love the thanks. This is certainly acronyms help us to recall. And you you did give us a little bit of insight about acknowledgement, but I know there's more strategies behind the other letters. So looking forward, Lisa, to seeing you in person. And all of you listening or watching this, I hope you're able to join fabtechexpo.com. Go to the Learning Development for 2019 programs and you'll see what we're talking about. We'll catch you there. Thank you, Lisa.
1: Bye. Thank you.
0: Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Results Radio. Remember to share this episode on social media or directly with people you think would benefit from it. And if you are willing, subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that now while you're thinking of it. I also want to invite you to visit businessresultsradio.com and if you want to learn more about the Win Enterprises team or about the business consulting and mentoring services we provide, visit CompleteBusinessTransformation.com. Thanks a bunch, and we will catch you again soon.